Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I am your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Welcome back, everybody, to Fly the Coop. We're so glad to have you here today. And our guest is Grant Lane. Hey, Carrie Ann. Hey, everybody. You know that Siri always says lawn to me. It's Grant Lawn. And I, for the longest time, said Grant Lawn. He goes, you know, my name is Grant Lane. I'm like, oh, according to Siri, it is not. <laughs> Siri doesn't know a whole lot. And no. I've been used to being called Lawn my entire life. I know. So good. Well, it has kind of that look to it. L A. H-N, yep. Lawn, yep. but it's Lane, everybody. And Grant has been on the team. How long has it been now? Since 2020, I want to say. It's been 2020, I think. Yeah. So right before, really right before the COVID hit. Literally. I mean, I it, caught the COVID. Yep. Yep. I think January 1st, you and I had a nice conversation, yeah. like a one month trial basis. Mm-hmm. And it it's worked ever since, honestly. Yeah. You know, we're, we're still cooking four years later, or at least this will be the fourth yeah, year. Yeah, it'll be the fourth year. It's so. crazy how fast time goes by. I would, it really is. It, it doesn't seem like it's real, honestly. And I yeah. was actually talking to my mom about this yesterday, just how, because it's her birthday today. So happy, oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, we have to sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Melissa. Melissa. Happy, happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> So yeah, no, we were just talking about how fast time flies because she's been at the same career now for 27 years. So she, like before she even had any kids, she's been at the same St. Cloud Hospital. Okay, that never happened. Well, that's what I was telling her. I'm like, the number of people that I know that have had the same career for 20 some plus years Mm -hmm. is very little, right? Or even in nobody wants to do that or everybody's looking for something different. And she's yeah. found happiness and 27 years at the St. Cloud hospital. So That's it's been super, super so cool to watch, cool. watch that go on. It's so rare to see that. I don't, do you think that's ever going to exist again? If you look at your generation, do you think that's possible anymore mm. to somebody, for somebody to be with the same company doing the same thing for 20 plus years? That's a generational thing. I don't think it's going to repeat itself. I don't either. I mean, yeah. well, just with the number of people, my age, you know, 26 years old and my friends who are maybe on their Mm -hmm. second or third job, like they've, you know, had a nice first job, didn't really like it all that much. Now they're 26 looking for more out of their life. And so they're searching for things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just think that it's pretty cool for somebody to stay in one place for 27 years. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, and I would agree. I don't think it's, it's going to be that way for forever. Well, you know, that is a perfect segue to why we do this pro- um, this program and the fly the coop philosophy, right? Right. When we look at, you know, I'm your mother's age. So let's say 50 plus, that whole population of people out there and their life experience versus 20 to 40. Right. So you're 26. Um, yep. Grant just had a birthday. The opportunities in a really cool way, the opportunities are entirely different global, dynamic, and ever-changing Right. in a way they never have been before. Agreed. Well, mm-hmm. and I've been reading a lot and um, just with everything going on in the world, you know, there's a lot of opportunity, I mm-hmm. think, if you look at it in the right frame of mind, you know, everybody's yeah. trying to scare you and saying that the real estate market's going to crash or we're in a huge, mm-hmm. huge recession yeah. and things like that. But if you look at anything that's actually going on, people mm-hmm. who have money 
are willing to spend it on things that are valuable. Absolutely. You know, um, I went to a powerhouse conference the other week or a, a month ago or so, and um, they were talking about it and how the mentality of a luxury buyer, or just somebody in that state and how yeah. their mind frame has changed. What their mindset is. Yeah. Like they're not looking for the Uber mm. giant mansion anymore. They're mm-hmm. more, they're looking for quality, valuable things and they're willing to pay for it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you can see that still in the real estate, real estate market. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I just looked yesterday and a $9 million listing on Lake Minnetonka had gone um, under contract. So, I mean, it just goes to show that mm-hmm. stuff is still selling. Yeah. You know? Well, first going to that jewel, I would say a jewel, not a giant. Yep. And I think that's ringing true more and more now yep. as we see the shift in the dynamic of the age groups of purchase. So the young people are very experiential. You're Correct. very experiential. Yep. You love to experience life and you're not wanting to take care of a lot of square footage, but right. you do want to be a homeowner. You want to be a homeowner. You want to have a home. You want that equity opportunity. And then you've got the baby boomers who have lived a life and raised family with children, many times more than two, three or four. And now they have these bigger homes that need to be retrofitted for the younger population in a way that meets the needs. So we're in a unique time um, speaking to the um, luxury market. I think with the East and West Coast shifting like they are, we're seeing a relocation movement into the Midwest that we've never seen before. I would agree with that one. Yeah. Even even the people that are my age that have moved away from Minnesota to mm-hmm. go to college or something like that, they always, always, always come back to Minnesota. Yeah, we're kind of rooted that way. You right? know, I mean, what, and I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's, family thing. It is. I mean, we've got a really mm-hmm. good culture here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do, good school systems. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota is an attractive place to be, I think, especially Absolutely. the Twin Cities market. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you it really want to come is. back. You know, I mean, we've got a lot to offer, I think, to, yeah. That, that most people don't know about, right? I agree. And we talk about it over and over again on these interviews. Um, first of all, Minnesota is very family rich and generationally rich. It's very rooted. Uh, families tend to stay together yep. in the Midwest and they make, you know, jet off, but they often not always come back. Um, separately, I think that when you're looking at metropolitan areas, where I think people don't realize because they look at us as this cold place, um, we have the seasonal component and the organic natural piece of our city is phenomenal. And it's a very well-designed city. We Mm -hmm. were just talking about Texas. It's a big, big state. And regardless of what city you're in, there is a lot of drive time. Um, You know, you can get to pretty much anywhere you want in the core of the city in 15 minutes. It's ridiculous. And coffee shops and restaurants abound Mm -hmm. and good ones. Mm -hmm. And the entertainment scene is unbelievable. Super psyched. And it's just a great thing for young people. It really is. And we, you know, we'd get a bad rep, I think, in Minnesota, like, you know, just because of how much snow snow. and how cold it is. But (laughs) if you've been here and you've grown up here your whole life, it's just something you're used to and something Mm -hmm. you enjoy. You find something to do in the winter, like Mm -hmm. skiing or snowshoeing, Mm -hmm. like you did at the retreat. Mm -hmm. uh, Super fun just anything, skiing, snowboarding, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you can do outside just to be happy. And I, you know, so on last Thursday, we, um, we were at a little conference for Edina Realty, the Edina 2023 together, yeah. 23. And so fun. They had a nice, um, speaker there, Sean, um, Acre, Acre, right? Acre, yeah, Acker, yeah, Acker, Acre, one of the two. Yeah, I can't remember the pronunciation. (laughs) He was phenomenal, by the way. He was the happiness guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just, and how, and I, I know I'm very guilty of this, and how I attach my 
happiness to my success and how we need to change our mind frames around that. Right. And the fact that if you're happy, success follows, right? right. So it's if, true. if you attach happiness to success, once you reach that level of success, mm-hmm. your mind automatically changes the goalpost, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need to get better. And that's yeah. just part of being human and like adapting, right? Right. So it was a fascinating conversation though, because you said really perpetually people are never really happy because of it. Correct. It was fascinating it, it listening was. to it was. him about that. Um, his book, by the way, is supposed to be amazing. We're going to get it for the team. Um, and it literally is all about happiness and how to change the mindset. And I thought it was fascinating that he says most of our daily, like if you to go back 24 hours and you, uh, ask yourself in a month, what did you love about that day? You're not going to remember. Yep. So what you do is you write down your one or two or top three things that were like just awesome in the past 24 hours. And you put it into a jar. I yep. thought this was great. I'm yep. trying to get the family to do it. And, and then you pull it out every week or two weeks, you know, when everyone's together and you read it and 70% of the things that you write down, you don't remember until yep. you read them like, Oh, I remember that. And it brings so much joy. People primarily remember the thing that didn't go well. Like that's what this sticks in their memory mm-hmm. a month, a year, like on that day, this is what went wrong. Not right. I thought that was fascinating. Right. Well, and I just think that that goes back to how everybody receives or most people receives the world and it's through our own lenses. Right. And mm-hmm. I understand changing your mindset and the yeah. way you perceive the world and your own experiences in life have led you to how you perceive the world. And I understand that that's really hard to change. Um, it's possible. And I remember he even said it's like something like 45 seconds a day just to write mm-hmm. down those three things yeah. or one thing or whatever it might be that you're grateful for that day. Just that thing makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. And mm-hmm. then also my dad has told me this a lot since I've grown up is just that like a 15 or a 60 minute workout is better than any um, antidepressant out on the market. Mm-hmm. And Sean even said that, you know, it was literally 15 minutes outside yeah. on a walk changes your entire mood. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can relate to that yeah. firsthand, you know, after, I totally agree. After Both of us workout. love our workouts. Yep. Yeah. Well, we do mean, not interrupt our workouts. You have to, I mean, <laughs> she'll call me and I'll be like, Hey, I'm working out. I'll yeah. call you when I'm done. Talk later. Yep. So you, <laughs> text, talk to you later. Yep. She, she understands. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all a part of the, the daily rhythm and trying to make sure that you've you're in the right headspace. Cause I know a lot of people can, can feel that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just know if somebody's in a crappy. Oh yeah. You can feel their energy. At least you and I are both like that. You absolutely, uh, the energy walks into the room and it's not the right vibe. You can feel it on your soul. Mm -hmm. And, and that is a big piece of the work that we do, by the way, you know, um, a big piece of this work, I think both of us agree with this. There's an organic component that isn't, um, common in a lot of people, being able to kind of read the room, if you will, mm-hmm. read the person, understand what is missing, understand the missing link, understand the delay, and understanding the why behind having a hard time pushing through the obstacle of making a decision to make a major life move. Um, flying the coop, um, I keep bringing it up because it is, it resonates through and through, whether it's work or you're truly making a major move in your life. And that can be a move about, you know, starting a new career, yep. changing a career, starting a family, yep. getting married, getting divorced, losing a spouse, you know, upsizing your home, downsizing your home. We do all those things every single day. So in the five, well, it's been five years now you've been licensed. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, what's the thing that you love most about the work that you do and how it resonates daily in your life personally and with other people. For sure. I, I, 
that's easy for me. What I really enjoy most is being able to help people and see how they feel when they do find that right home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm supposed to, and I do give everybody all of the information that they need to make the right decision for yeah. them. Right. But in the end, it always comes down to how they interpret the home and the, you know, the energy, right? It right. always comes back to that. It always comes back to energy, everybody. And, and so yeah. you can tell within about two seconds when you walk into a door if they like yeah. the house or not. And so I just, you know, I just ask them questions. Yeah. You know exactly how they feel just by their their body language and just just everything about them. You, you could just tell if yeah. they're going to write on it, if they're going to think about it, if they just, dis, you know, right. despise it. Absolutely. So I think for me, when you do find that right home for them and you do see like that light bulb of affection the aha and, moment. And, and yeah, exactly. The <laughs> aha moment, just that love of, of that space, you know, you did the right thing for them and they have, they feel it. Right. And mm-hmm. that's all you, you want to yeah. make sure they're, they're confident. Cause I can tell you, like, if you aren't yeah, confident, you're going to feel that and they aren't going to make a decision. So if you aren't confident, you're not going to exude mm-hmm. that confidence into them to make the right decision. Right. And I was, true. um, yes. Or, uh, earlier this week, I was with a buddy of mine from high school oh, fun. and, um, he's in dental school and he's in his fourth year and he's talking about how, when he has to go into clinicals and everything like that, and he's 25, 26 years old and yeah, all these people are that's like, a big commitment. who are you? You know, <laughs> you look young. Like, <laughs> you what know? are you doing? And then he did a script on me and I'm like, dude, it was impressive. You know, yeah. like you, did, you, you didn't stumble. You didn't do anything. You gave me exactly, you told me exactly what you were going to do. I felt confident because you were confident. So yeah. I, it, that energy Confidence re- is a real it's thing. Key. It's really mm-hmm. key. So, I mean, that's, I think if you're confident, your clients are going to feel confident. Then they end up making decisions. When they yeah. make decisions, you get paid, you feel good. Then you can handle the next person. So totally it's, I mean, it's that. just, it's, it's a cycle. Yeah. It takes take some time, but I think once you get going, it feels good. And once you get that momentum, it's hard to stop it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that it's really important for everyone to know that learning, first of all, in this industry, in this business, the experience and the longevity of a career um, is so much bigger than the awareness of what's happening right now today. It's understanding how to future cast and having the experience or the resources behind you to be able to educate people, right? right? So the point here is, and we've talked about this on our team, 80% of our country's realtors, 80% have been in the business. I'm not going to put an age on it. It's all over the board, have been in the business for five years or less. Mm -hmm. Now you've been part of a team going into your fourth year of that. Yep. And I think we both agree that being surrounded by multiple ideas, experiences, you know, clients, homes, advances the knowledge pool considerably. Um, quickly. Really I mean, quickly. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think is interesting is that in that five years for 80%, they've not learned or had the experience of any other markets right. is where I'm getting yep. to this yep. here. They haven't seen any other market other than this crazy ass market we've right. been in right. with these crazy, crazy ass interest rates and COVID as part of. So finally, my question to you is, how do you, 50% of our city's renting right yep. now, 50%. So we, we talk about luxury a lot, but the fact of the matter is luxury is only 3% of the market share. Yep. The rest is normal, like normal real life, right? right? right. And 50% of that is your age group yep. renting. And yep. by the way, that rental is running up into age 32 on average now in our city. Makes Kind of makes sense. And they only know, like if you think about their maturity, like where they're at in their life, they really only know the recent market. Right. So right. what do you say to them? 
Well, I say that the last two yeah. years, 2020, 2021, were an anomaly, especially with interest rates being two and 3%. Mm-hmm. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'll, ne- I don't, I'll be honest. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Never if, again. If we can see four or 5%, that is a freaking fantastic rate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Overall. Um, and I just, I think yeah. we're, we're at a good point in the marketplace. I think the last four or five months, we kind of saw prices maybe come down five, 10%. But they're holding. I mean, I think we're very yeah. steady right now. Like, I think it's going to only explode as as the mar- as this year goes on, as we get right. into spring market, you know, February, uh, March, April, May, mm-hmm. it's going to explode. I'm already feeling it now. You're already seeing yeah. multiple offers. It's busy. It's, it's busy it, right now. I mean, four referrals in a week just mm-hmm. from past clients and and people that I maybe hadn't sold the year prior. They're back, you know, they're back on, they're back in the game. Well, I mean, and they were out of it, honey, because they couldn't transact because they were getting blown out in multiple offers. Right, right. So going back just for a moment about yep. the correction, I'm going to call it the correction yep. and the advantage everybody to working within a team environment where we're able to share and maybe have a little bit more bandwidth on the hist- historical um, component of real estate. Understand something. First of all, in the last five years, our average appreciation has been 10% a year. That's crazy. So we're not really depreciating. We're simply correcting because the money was made. Now, granted, the last couple of years, did people maybe elevate their acquisition at a higher price point because they wanted a home? Yep, they did. They did. They spent a little bit more to get into their space, but they have a home. And they're not throwing it at rent, number one. Number two, when you look at the rate averages, Back in 2005, 2006, we were locking in at 66.5 all day long and people were happy, happy to lock into that rate. So it's really a mindset. Exactly. It's what you're used to, right? Right. right. It's an interesting thing to be able to say, really, at the end of the day, the differential here is a non-issue. Getting into a space that you can really love and make your own, that's what we're really talking about right now. Right. Well, yeah. I think everybody tries to time a market, right? You they know do. what I mean? And they it's totally just like, do. oh, I'm going to get in when it's the lowest. It's like, I think we're at our lowest point to be completely honest with you right now. We are at the bottom and mm-hmm. I really only think it's going to go up here as, yeah. as, as the years go on. I mean, and if, even if it's I at agree. four to 10%, just think about how much money that is, right? Mm-hmm. 4% on, you know, 400,000, that's, yeah. you know, $16,000 going. Yeah. I mean, that's it's true. You know what it's so like, the, like just that money it's right true. there. So $16,000 over a year on a 4% appreciation, which is kind of low, honestly, or yeah. relatively at, like relatively average. Three to 4% on average is hard to get at the banks right now. Right. So if mm-hmm. you can get that in your house for a year yeah. and now you're renting and mm-hmm. your rent is 1800 bucks, that's 21000 $22,000 a year. So right. now you're, you're, you just lost $5,000 mm-hmm. because you, you waited a, an yeah. extra year, right? It's or totally you lost true. more than 5000 right? Oh, for sure. So I just think that there's no perfect market. Mm-hmm. If you're waiting for interest rates to go down, prices usually go up because mm-hmm. people can afford more. Right. You you know, and so I think over the last couple of months, people had that sticker shock of, of interest yeah. rates, right? And they're like, holy shit. I'm yeah, because like, <laughs> that's all they've seen and heard. Right. So it is, a, a, you got to, it's kind of like a tsunami coming in, right? Yep. You got to let the water settle a little bit. Oh, it's cool. It's fine. All right. We can dive back in now. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. I've, and I really do feel that. And I think 
you're going to feel that too. Mm-hmm. Just everybody right now. I just, I really believe the next six months to a year are going to be pretty bananas in, yeah. in 2023 for, for real estate. I agree with you hundred um, percent. Let's talk recession for a minute. You can understand everybody when it comes to the media, they're taking a national and even global perspective. And what we say as a company, uh, Sherry Schmidt and I have talked about this many times. I, we, the team and I talk about this all the time. You've got to look at your micro market. Yep. We're not in New York. We're not in LA. We're not in San Francisco. We're not in Atlanta. We're not in Florida. We're not in Texas. Like we're Minnesota. Right. And by the way, with all that's going on in the world, we're becoming highly attractive. Why? It's a clean, lovely, fresh perspective on life yep. with a lot of green space and a lot of water. Yep. Now, is that increasing our population? And do we have an inventory shortage because of it? Yes. Is that making this a more stable environment for our ownership of real estate? Absolutely. And is the forecast on that have longevity? Absolutely. So if you can get into something you really love, even with a rate differential right now, you're in a win-win situation because you're able to, you know, gain some footing, land in a space that you love, live your life, and you know you're going to make a little bit money doing so. You right, know? right. I think that's so cool. Right. So, what's your favorite thing about living in Minnesota? Ooh. <laughs> he has so many. I'm <laughs> so I'm a big outdoorsman. So yeah, I just I are. I really enjoy just the outdoor factor of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I can find anything to do, and no matter what the mm-hmm. temperature is, what the vibe is outside, you know. Gotta go. If it, Grant, come back, come back. <laughs> come do some stuff. Come, come work. Uh, but it's like, you know, the oh, funny. Sp- spring, summer, fallish, you're out golfing and hunting or fishing for me personally. And yeah. then uh, wintertime, I love to ski. Mm-hmm. Um, going skiing with my mother here for her birthday. I'm going to take oh, her out to fun. Afton. So oh, fun. We, I mean, I grew up learning how to ski in Montana. So it's just, oh. that is, Montana is probably my favorite place yeah. other than Minnesota, just because of what it is and yeah. the, just the outdoor factor. Beautiful. I just, the, the outdoor factor is my favorite part of Minnesota. I mean, you can literally do anything. I live in uptown. Um, so right by four lakes that mm-hmm. I can walk around and, That's you know, awesome. take the dogs for a walk or, um, you know, go rollerblading or just, you know, just go for a walk, right? Who doesn't love like smelling water? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, it really puts your mind in a good space and just to connect with nature. And I think a lot of people missed that over the last oh, couple of years, sure. you know? And, yeah. and, um, it's really good for you to get outside. It just is, you know, it's even for, for 15 minutes, just, you don't need to be doing anything. Just mm-hmm. go sit out there. Mm-hmm. Let the sun hit you in the face. See how that makes you feel. Mm-hmm. can tell you it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I think you should share with everybody one thing that you're super passionate of, about, and it's starting to build on have legs for sure, is the commercial and investment perspective of uh, the real estate business from a realtor's um, lens and as an investor um, from that lens. So share with everybody your take on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really like the commercial investment work just because it's, it's numbers. I'm a, I'm a kind of a numbers guy. I really liked math and science growing up because that stuff made sense yeah, to me. It's, cool. it's black and white, right? There's, mm-hmm. if you go into a biology textbook or physics or something like that, there's always a way you can interpret it. And if you don't mm-hmm. interpret it the exact way your teacher interpreted it, it interprets it. You didn't do well, you right. know, type of a thing. So, Absolutely. so for me, it was, I like that black and white. So that kind of goes right into investment and commercial commercial work. Cause if the numbers make sense mm-hmm. to the investor, they're going to pull the trigger right. and they're going to make the, make the deal happen. So there's all, you know, you want to make sure you've got cash flow. You want to make sure you're getting appreciation. Um, and now I've got a few clients that are looking for spaces, um, 
to show off their work, you know, mm-hmm. so they're a design build company. So they want to buy a space to show off that. That's cool. To show off what they've done. You know, yeah. here's what we can do. Here's what we've done to other clients' houses. They've got a, um, they also have a cabinet maker that they work with. So they're trying to get all of that really component cool. into one building mm-hmm. and then also have, um, rentals or condos up top. So they have a cash right. flow component coming yeah. in every month. So it's That's not just awesome. an expense. Can I, they were like, well, what if we do condos? And I'm like, okay, what if you do condos and you sell it out for $2 million? Then what? That's all you're going to have, right? Yeah. So I told him, I said, what if you, instead of doing condos, why don't you just have rentals every month? So it's, it's mm-hmm. you've got that coming in, right? That constant so, cash flow. Exactly. So then you're paying off the mortgage of your commercial space. So then you're not actually having a an actual cost. And that's right. what they didn't want. Yeah. That's, this would be their first like overhead cost. And that's not what they want. Exactly. So just little things like that to try to offset it. So yeah, if you're able to great. put, you know, another um, tenant in your space or to put people, you know, in, in residential units just to offset some things. I think that that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I'm looking to get into myself. Just Yeah, I know you are. Buying, either doing yeah. apartment complexes or a few duplexes here and there just to offset anything, any of my spending or just to, you know, put it away, you know, and just the traveling to, he wants to do. Exactly. And, and I just think that that's important for people just to have a safety net or just mm-hmm. to have some money coming in every month. If, if yeah. you can afford to do it. Right. And I understand not Absolutely. everybody can do, do something like that, but if that's something that's interesting to you, you know, we're always here just to bounce ideas off of, right? What I'm loving, first of all, um, we as a team have a unique way of seeking out opportunities. Like we hear what a client wants and we kind of weed through to find the right property for them. Um, The reason I talk about that is because in the investment world, especially here, duplexes, triplexes, four units, they're hard to find. Yep. And I think a lot of people then like, oh, well, that's not going to work for me or I can't afford it. With the faction, like such a large population of young people, owner occupy, mm-hmm. which is, I'm sure you have something to say here about mm-hmm. this. Owner occupy investing is an option and yep. we can absolutely help you find those opportunities. Yep. And so mm-hmm. going on to that owner occupy, you can do an FHA loan for three and a half percent down, live in it for a year mm-hmm. and then rent it out. So let's say you buy a duplex, right? And it's an owner occupy. So you rent out one of the units, you live in that other unit, you live in it for a year, you go and buy something different because you can on that same FHA loan for three and a half percent, put somebody else into that unit that you were living in, in that, in your first duplex that you bought. So now you, that's fully rented getting paid for from both of the renters and you right. probably have some extra cash flow or some, you know, extra equity right. from those rents that you can then put into a savings account or go buy your next property. Correct. And another thing that I really like about rental properties, if you can put, if, if let's say there's a lease already in place, mm-hmm. you can use that, that income every month to qualify for a loan. Yeah. So like, let's say you act like maybe you personally or financially can't afford your house plus another investment property. Right. If you can prove that through rents, um, that you can't afford this or, you know, that knocks it down, you're able to qualify right. for stuff. So you can use the projected That's rents right. or the rents that are in place already to help qualify for certain loans. Mm-hmm. I just really think that it's an important message to get out because Grant is really vested into that whole kind of ecosystem right now and is exploring those opportunities for people. So we're doing a lot of networking or, or going to begin yep. some more networking right now and really targeting that audience. Cause that's a really great opportunity, um, for a person, a young person. I've got Carter sitting across from me and I'm trying to convince him cause he really wants to, he's living with mom and dad still and in college. 
you know, duplex is a great option because you can rent out the, you know, the space of preference of a duplex yep. and you can get in for a reasonable amount of money and it is great living. It's a great way to get started yep. out there and for very little down as an owner occupier. I think yep. it's a great idea. It, I mean, it is, mm-hmm. it, it, it really is. And it's just, a, it's a creative way to make more money, right? Mm-hmm. Or just, because yeah. I think with the recession and everything like that, everybody's scared out of their mind. And it's, wouldn't you want to have mm-hmm. a little extra money coming in every month just yeah. so you could have a more peace of mind? You know what I mean? So it's well, just, and just little things. You having know? a place to dump your money right now when people Before are that. talking about the interest rates or the stock market, yep. uh, where are you placing money? There yep. is no better place to put your money right. than real estate. Right. There just isn't anywhere. Um, we do a lot of 1031 exchange work. Yep. A lot of people don't know that. We are working all over the country, helping people find investment opportunities in other areas. We have situations where we've got kids in one state, parents here, parents want to sell primary home. A lot of people don't know there's a gifting option out there that's a tax deduction for the parent to gift. And oh, by the way, they have more wealth right now, cash liquidity than we've ever seen in our lifetime and several lifetimes. Um, So there's another opportunity there that isn't really talked about when they talk recession and rates. Right, right. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, I I would go back to just no better place to put your money than in real Mm -hmm. estate. Yeah. I mean, even at a, what better, a normal market, you might get a seven or 8% return. Let's say you get a 10% return on your home. Right. And then you're cash flowing every month. Yeah. That, that to me seems like a no brainer, yeah, right? And then agree. your appreciation every, so you buy a $500,000 duplex, you hang on to it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows how much that money that's going to be worth, right. right? Could be worth a million, could be worth 1.5, could we, be worth two. Yeah. You don't really know. Yeah. So I mean, no, like, you don't. <laughs> just to, I don't know. I, I get excited about this stuff. Have a little bit extra spending money or saving money and mm-hmm. just, just to, and generational wealth. Right. And I think yeah. that that is a huge thing yeah. for people. Agreed. You know, my, my, my parents were, were not, um, super uber wealthy growing up or anything like that. And to With watch three kids through school, yeah, you know, and to watch, yeah. watch what they've done, um, to build up their businesses and everything that they've done has been in, insane to watch. And that's why I feel like I get the work ethic that I do and just mm-hmm. the, the hunger that I have to maintain yeah. a certain lifestyle. Right. And I, it's no fault to my own. I didn't ask for anything like this. It was just a, a matter of being born. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful for it. And, um, it's something that really keeps me motivated on a day in day out basis. Mm-hmm. That's so, so cool. So as you f- move out of last year, which was a really wackadoodle year, yep. And a lot of people say, oh, it was such a dynamic and crazy and a successful year for so many people. There were so many families, so many stories that didn't transact because mm-hmm. they were, it was a very, the multiple offers were real last year. They were. And a lot of work. It, 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 was a, it was a hard market for most people. I mean, I didn't have the best year of my entire career and that's okay, right? But you know, sometimes you have yeah. to take a step backwards to get two steps forward. Correct. Um, another thing that, that really helps me mentally is that success isn't linear. Um, you're going to mm-hmm. have the peaks and you, the peaks and valleys, but as long as your overall trajectory is positive, mm-hmm. then you're fine. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to have that trend line and um, that it just, it, 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 it keeps you going. Right? Yeah. So for 2023, as we are helping our clients yep. um, start transacting already, I spring markets already it's started here. here. For sure. It's here right now. Um, I think that transacting for and decision making is going to be a lot easier 
um, this year because I feel like there's a, even though there's things happening out there in the world, I'm not just, you know, saying there's not at all. I think we've gotten through this bizarre, bizarro yep. market where yep. people are like, what is going on? And things are kind of steady as she goes. Yep. Things are smoothing out yep. and the having more opportunity and stability allows for a calmer ability, a, cl- a level of clarity, if you will, on making a decision. The Pre- confidence factor again, right? Huge, huge. So I think transacting wise, we're going to see a whole lot more transacting this year. I do too. And it, mm-hmm. like you said, you can already feel it. If you're, if you've got clients or you're just in the market, you can see it mm-hmm. already, you know, with multiple offers and, but they're uh, not as, in, they're not insane. They're, they're not insane. You, not, there's a shift for sure. Right. right. It's, yeah. I would say it's similar to the market that I got into in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yes. Homes are I selling relatively quickly, you know, maybe it would stay, stay on for a week. The good ones would last a a day, yeah. you know, cause that's still the market, but you're not having to go you're 250 not, K not, above an asking price. Was 50 that was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. I remember I was showing <laughs> like, a like a million and million $1 home, you know, a, a million point one, mm-hmm. right. 1.1 million. Yeah. We put an offer for like 1.2 and the agent called me back. He's like, can you go up another hundred? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, well, that's, that's what the best offer is. 1.3, 1.1. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real thing. And yeah. that, that's a really tricky price point in our city. Right. And, and I'm like, they yeah. were getting that a quarter of a million over asking, which is crazy. Ridiculous. We're no, just not we're not going to see that now. Not at any price point, not at any price point. The luxury market, we don't have a lot. Like if you compare right. Minnesota as a state, we're on average to understand there's a whole lot of luxury build happening that yep. doesn't register anywhere. There's that's not being put up anywhere. Um, the challenge obviously with material and supply issues is it is for that type of product for sure. 12 to 18 months minimum yep. 18, I would say is closer. Um, the existing housing component we're averaging 50 to 55 units at any given time. I call it the churn. It's not a lot. No, it's not a lot of inventory at all. Um, very minimal. And, you know, when we're looking at something that's such a small percentile buyer, but I feel like that's starting to shift and we're seeing more consumption of that real estate yes. with more money coming in. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just, I, to yeah. your point of low inventory, that's basic supply and demand is going to tell you that prices are going to stay firm or go up. There's just a, right. such a lack of inventory right now. Oh, somebody told me a really good statistic. There's So for every listing in Minnesota right now, there's four buyers out there for that yeah. one listing. There's a, a there's a four to, out there today. Yeah, there's a four, <laughs> there's a four to one buyer to listing ratio right now. I so believe what, that. So what does that mean for, mm-hmm. for, for everybody? Sellers are going to continue to get their asking prices right. relatively close to it. Buyers are going to still have competition, but less than maybe what it was a year ago. Right. So there's more opportunities for buyers out there and sellers are still getting what they want. Agreed. I mean, it's, it's, it's still a good market for everybody. Totally I really, agree with I really that. think so. So the only adjustment I'd say y'all, before we wrap our, our time up on what's going on state of the market, which is kind of what we're doing here. The sellers have had the grace for the last three years yep. of really seeing some pretty extraordinary appreciation. So getting real about what's valuable, like you're still making great money on your home, but there has to be some realistic expectation on what that list price looks like. I think that's the only caveat to the shift right now that um, balance is coming back regarding what is the expectation and understanding value. Um, If you're well-priced and well-presented well-staged, 
well photographed, well advertised. You know, you've got the right person be um, partnered with you to get to the end game. You are gone quickly and for an excellent price point. Yep. Yeah. I think it's It's, a really cool thing. It's the truth. Mm -hmm. We love Minnesota. Yes, we do. We love the Twin Cities. Yes, we do. I love having you on the team, Grant. I love being a part of the team. Thank you, Carrie Ann. Yeah. And I'm so excited that you were able to come back on the show and just share what's going to be an extraordinary year. It really will be. January's just started and we're already feeling it. I'm so excited for you and what you're going to be doing this year with your heaps. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it should be an exciting year. A lot of goals that are trying to be met or not trying that will be met this year. Um, Personally, professionally, spiritually, um, health, wealth, all those things. Um, I just think for me, I'm closer to 30 than I am 20. So it's time to, you know, get a move on my life and, you know, start to accomplish the things that I really want to accomplish. And I know for a fact that your mind, if you put it to something or you get uber focused on something, you're going to accomplish it. I just know that from Mm -hmm. my own personal experiences in in life and things that I wanted and the things that I worked for, it takes time, right? And it's not going to be an overnight thing and it it might suck and it might hurt and you might lose people, but those people always come back and Mm -hmm. when, or they just weren't meant to be in your life. Right. Right. And I just think that the, everything is going to be okay in 2023. I really do. Absolutely. And you mean you're touching on, I think, um, focus that so resonates with so many people. Um, the world can be very distracting right now. I call it filled with glitter and it's really easy to lose focus. It's really easy to flatline. Um, and there is no better story in my opinion than Grant in persevering, um, finding focus, being willing to be coached, being willing to grow. Uh, it's such a cool place to be. So I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not fun to be in a stagnant place. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, and I think growth is a very necessary thing to survival. Um, not just, you know, survival, but just, just, just in happiness and, mm-hmm. and just being a human. Right. And I don't, if you're, if you're stuck in a bad situation or you're stuck in a numb situation, whatever it might be, right. you just, you just need sometimes a kick in the pants or yeah. just to switch a perspective. Right. And yeah, you, might be, able perspective to, for and you sure. might be able to find that, that happiness that might be eluding you or, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Right. You know, right. I just think that I agree. Sometimes it takes, you know, a little bit of digging and, you know, a little bit of patience, but it, it always pays off in the end. It really does. We're learning and we're growing every single day. Yes, we regardless are. Regardless of where you're at in your life, yep. when, regardless of what you do or how old you are, if you stop um, allowing yourself to learn something new and being willing to learn from other people, well, you just stop living altogether. Right. And that's right. You don't want to do that. Nope. No, you don't. (laughs) All right. Well, Grant, we're going to be doing more interviews this year. We'll be giving you all kind of an update on what's going on in real time. I'm super excited to get January wrapped up and February started. And we've got a lot of good things happening and coming your way. Going to be a productive 2023. Mm -hmm. Productive. Welcome to Grant Lane, everybody. Look them up. We'll have the link down below. If you're thinking about buying or selling or investing or starting something brand new that you want to visit with Grant about, give them a call. Take the right lane home. (laughs) That's awesome. See you later, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.